No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Finally, the holiday season, and whether you're happy Yay. about it or not, I'm we happy can't about help it. you with that. Yes, happy. But we can help <laughs> you with 
ideas to get people f- stuff for Christmas. That's true. Or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or even Flounch. That's we, right. We do have Flounch gifts in our life as well. We are bringing you the limited edition, limited availability, can't miss collaboration of 2022 holiday season for you and everybody with a deadhead in your life. We're bringing exclusive smart wool, Grateful Dead, and smart wool, Chris Benchler designs to life with the essential, versatile, and giftable benefits of merino socks and apparel and some cotton stuff too. Pretty cool. Heck yeah. The highly anticipated limited edition Smartwool and Grateful Dead collection is finally dropped exclusively at smartwool.com. You may know Smartwool as the go-to brand for all things merino wool from socks to base layers. Smartwool has been keeping people comfortable outside for decades with some of the softest and ethically sourced merino wool out there. Well, Smartwool's limited edition collection and collaboration with the Grateful Dead is back by popular demand right in time for the holidays. Pretty smart. Very smart. Good good job, smart one. Cold weather is upon us. From t-shirts and hoodies to beanies and socks, now you can have the next level comfort of smart wool, which it actually is next level comfort, with all your favorite iconic Grateful Dead designs. Shop the drop exclusively at smartwool.com and get it before it's gone for good. And I want to say this. What's so special about merino wool anyway? I don't know. You well, tell us, Mel. Merino wool offers numerous <laughs> advantages, all right? It like provides what? good insulation, mm, okay. transports moisture, and has anti-static properties. Okay. It doesn't itch, doesn't smell, doesn't crease much. It's from those little merino sheep. And it's lightweight and it keeps its shape. All right. So there it is. If you're wondering why that, why wool smells, it holds in all this odor and it shrinks and blah, blah, blah. Well, no, here it is. Well, anytime I bring up smart wool to people that we know, they're like, that shit is the dopest shit out there. And now that's for people that are in the know. It's doubly dope because it's got Grateful Dead designs on it. So now you can like rock an amazing Grateful Dead inspired smart wool design, Chris Bechler amazing thing yeah it's all dropped right now for a limited time at smartwool.com and hey guess what something even more amazing happened with smartwool they are sponsoring this episode of no simple road exclusively totally wholly unified only them smartwool this episode you get it i'm sure you do now got it got it i'm gonna get it okay cool so here we go hey hey no no simple i want all what's up why is this guy say? I do, I'm looking at that. I want all the things. I want a hoodie. I want socks. I want an orange shirt. I want Smart. Well, if you're listening, all the stuff. Send Apple all the stuff. All, all the things. Mel, I'll wear them all. I mean, if we're asking. If we're asking, I'd like the black hoodie, both pairs of socks, and the burgundy um, little uh, hat. Okay. I'm not going to be picky, Smart. Well, I just would like a beanie. And whatever else you want to send me, some socks would be dope. But whatever you sent, if you sent me, you know, some lint in an envelope, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I wouldn't want. Well, there's, I wouldn't there's, want that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But there's nothing on their site that I'd be like, oh, I, that's not my style. Right. It's all stylish. You're stylish. I know. That's why I said I would like anything on their stylish <laughs> website, Aaron. It would be. <laughs> it would have behooved us at um, Beltane last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean have, at Beltane to have last some year? Some fucking smart wall stuff. I. Have never in my life at any festival anywhere been that um, physically uncomfortable. uncomfortable and cold to the bone. And sad that I, I was at I, a festival. I, I pride myself all the time on being like Santa Claus and loving the cold. I was shivered to the butt. Everything was wet. 
There's nothing. Well, okay. I, can I, I just say this? You dressed so stupidly. Ooh. I can't even apple. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Completely. I dressed like we usually do for stuff, not expecting torrential downpour and but but even the no, pe- you were still even people that not. were dressed <laughs> properly were still True. soaked and shivering and but you probably know if somebody up there had merino wool and like those kinds of things that, what do you call those waiters Galoshes? yeah the wait- waiters yes those yeah. you would have been legit so wait <laughs> disclaimer so what we're we're talking about like times that we've been uncomfortable at a festival right now camping and I I want to say disclaimer that. All conversation we're about to have does not reflect on Beltane, the people of Beltane, the festival of Beltane. This shit was all on us. Let me just say and this. Mother Nature. Beltane was freaking rad. The people, the grounds, the music, the people that put it together, everything was incredible. And I didn't have quite as much of a bad time as Apple and Aaron because I wasn't sick. I wasn't necessarily dressed appropriately, but, you know, it just, to me, it was a great time, but that rain was relentless. And even if you were having a halfway decent time like I was, it was still so hard to kind of get through. And I had a blast Friday night when we (laughs) got there, like, like we were wet and setting up in the mud, but it was fun. And that scene, the polyrhythmics that oh, night yeah. rock that like barn area. I remember that with with the rain pouring down. It was it was just, like dripping through in places. It was it was really awesome. Well, let me you know, walking around those lakes with all the light up paths they had. Oh, in that's the rain. what I'm saying. The, the and, grounds were like it was gorgeous. And, and the and Beltane I w- family is sweet people. Oh, oh the yes. Belt- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like everything was great except the weather was. Well, really I want to set this an up, adversary. Set it up for everybody. <laughs> So we're ex- so excited to go to this festival, Beltane. We've been hearing about it ever since we moved to Oregon. We're, we've become friends and family with the organizers and Chris Cooch from World's Finest. We had and, them over the house yeah. to, to talk about what they were going to get together and do for this year. And So about four days before Beltane, my back went out. And like when I say that, do you guys... For those of you that have back problems, I, I feel you. When it goes out, it's hard for me to stand up straight and it's hard for me to walk. And so I, I, I'm thinking, well, you know what? Like, I'll just pound ibuprofen. It'll be fine. Whatever. Okay. That, that's a thing all by itself. And then as we're packing the car, I, I'm no joke. Like, you know, in the movies when it jokingly starts raining on somebody and it's like, it oh, looks I like somebody's dumping that. buckets of rain. on Yeah. Them. <laughs> That's how it was raining. When we were packing the car, I, I was completely head to toe soaked before yes. I even got in the car to leave for Belgium. But I forgot also, about that. Mel was like, go change your pants. Like you yeah. were going to, you were going to go with the wet pants. And it was like, we're home. I just never, from the first minute that I saw both of you with jeans, I just didn't understand why jeans, the second they get wet, they're 80 pounds heavier and they don't dry. Well, we period. Don't, what else would I wear? 
Columbia, you guys both have had those pants. Both of oh, you have those true. same okay, pants that have you could wear underneath those that's like true. things. Okay, or like over them. Yeah. yeah, you can wear like because those are like paper thin. Columbia. You could wear like those leggings or not leggings, but what do they call like um, long johns Any underneath. House. No, well you could if you wanted to. <laughs> that's fine with me. But yeah, those things that are like that. I was going to say reflect water, but they don't do Repel. that. <laughs> Repel water. <laughs> They're mirrors. <laughs> but yeah, we went to Columbia. We got, you guys have those rain jackets, all that stuff. Especially you, you've got like five rain well, jackets. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did bring. I brought my rain jacket. I did it bring right Carhartt quilted coveralls. Yeah, that's true. That you saved my life at that thing. But so we, it, it, it rains like, like mother <laughs> nature is angry at us. Right before we leave. Yes. We're driving out there. The clouds break. The sun comes out. And well, wait, you have to do the whole picture because Apple wasn't, you had your back out. Oh, that's right. But yeah. Apple, I was getting, I still had an ear infection. I was getting over a sinus ear infection, right ear, like totally clogged. <laughs> shouldn't headache. have been going anywhere either of us, dude. No, but we were so excited about, we're like, and we're going to push through this. We're going to do this. We're going to get there and have fun. Yeah, and so, okay, fine, whatever, it rained. Shut up, you live in Oregon, who cares? We drive out, we get to the grounds, it's beautiful. It's, it's amazing. the most beautiful grounds I have ever seen, and they worked so fucking hard. Like, the day before the festival, 50% of the campsites were washed away because oh, of the rain. Gosh. They trucked in um, bark dust and shoveled bark dust to clean up all the campsites, where we were camping with our friends Jason and Audrey, like there was like um, metal four by sixes. Is that what those are? Yeah. Four by sixes like laid out so that you could walk so you didn't have to walk in the mud. And they literally did everything they could have done, but there's nothing you can do when Mother Nature decides to pour down gallons and gallons a, a half a second so, in one area. Yeah. So we all set up. Mel and I have this fucking TP that we that we had <laughs> that we do not use anymore. I think we're going to use that no, tent we'll use as it a for toilet fun. from now on. Like that's where the camping toilet's going to go. Um, but so we have this the like doo TP. The TP. <laughs> Apple's got this like two man dome tent with a half a half ass rain fly on it. Yeah, but but hey, you know, which had served me well. Yeah, yeah. So did it, your so did your TP. So did my TP. They had served us well. In, any type of weather that is not inclement, absolutely. Yep. And so we set up and my back is screaming. I'm like limping. I should have had a cane. Yeah. Right. But even like, even if your back was just even maybe not out, but even just a little hurting, you should have still had a cane. There was so many like up and down and the like stepping on the two by four. Like Audrey's it was, and it was slippery like, go, and mushy. Go this way. Take this shortcut. And it was like up this hill. Oh yeah, and you I guys remember were sliding, sliding back down. down the hill. Like, what the fuck am I even doing out here right now? <laughs> it was, so, I was so stupid for going out there. Like, it, oh my! In in retrospect, if I could talk to myself prior to that, I'd be like, take your fucking shoes off, go sit the fuck down. You are not going anywhere, Mister. Like, I would have dadded the shit out of myself. Where do yeah. you think you're going? But you know, okay, so that just that raises a question. It's like when you have poured all this energy and promised a, a something to someone and then 
something makes you not be able to do it like that's hard to just be like well nope you sit down My and word is bond. It's, you it's true yeah. like yeah yeah chris we'll claire we'll do this well that and the other we're going to interview this we're going to do all that and then yeah it's raining hard you guys we're, we're not going to show up absolutely not i'd rather go there with one eye sticking out and my arm in a sling that's what we did yes i'd much rather do that and show up and i'm so (laughs) proud that we did too we pushed through that and well hi well pushed through is it that's very no we did it we got in the cars we drove there we made it out we showed up we did not cancel and stay home we went down there and i feel good about it because they they were so understanding because a lot of our friends like jason and audrey i mean these are hardcore campers that camped up here in the pacific northwest their their whole life and they say, I mean, they've probably done hundreds of camping trips. And even they say, even Jason, you know, hardcore, like, Oregonian campers were like, I've never been in shit like well, this. Well, wait. They're look, like, look. This, is, this is nuts. So we get there. <laughs> we set up all our shit in the mud. Okay. And then we're like, okay, that was, that was a trial, but we made it. We're here. Yes. And then it starts raining. And I'm talking, again, like rain from the gods. Like somebody did a rain dance harder and, and the than, prayer like has been answered. It was raining harder than standing in the shower with the water on. It really was. Yep. And so we go and we see polyrhythmics and I'm hurting so bad that like I'm having spasms in my back. And I remember we were standing at, there's like a, what do you call that? A post house? What is it? Called? Kind of like a pole barn. Pole barn post house. Yeah. Pole yeah, barn. yeah. It was, o- it's open air at one end and then a complete closure with the dope balcony area. Yeah. And we're standing in the pole place. barn and I was leaning against a post and all I could do was lean against the post and close my eyes and put my chin on my chest so that I wouldn't start crying because that's how bad it hurt. And at one point, like the music's playing and everybody's dancing and I'm like leaned against this post, like just struggling to not melt. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I need to go lay down in the tent. So I take off with Mel. We go back down to the tent, unzip the thing. I get into our air mattress, which on the best of days With no aches and pains, an air mattress is a gamble. (laughs) Yeah, yes. At best. A gamble at best. Get in the air mattress, and then I feel on my forehead, drip, (laughs) drip, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't remember that. I don't remember it dripping inside. I remember it I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying I don't remember it. I just like took my beanie and covered my eyes and covered my head with my hoodie and pulled the blankets over my head and was just like, I'm just hoping for the best. And I want to say this too, because if you don't have any, like I, I was not having any problems. I didn't have my back out. (laughs) I didn't have an earache. I wasn't getting sick. I was really excited and so wanting to have fun. And of course the rain was kind of a pain in the butt, but when you don't have anything wrong, you don't care. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, it's raining. It's fun. Whatever. I can get through this. No big deal. And I wanted so bad to have a good time. And it, 
I couldn't. Couldn't. I could not because I Your wasn't two allowed. Guys were a couple I of wasn't turds. fucking well, I, I was, wasn't allowed. But I wasn't I was not being a turd yet on Friday night. <laughs> yeah, when we true. got there, true. I had Apple, so no. much fun. You had and some that, drinks. And I, I had a yeah, few drinks did. and was he hanging did. out with Ethan from Pajama Jam and started you know, networking, yeah. running into all our friends. I went down to the green room, which was dope. It was a big yurt with all kinds of food, pool tables. They had like four beers on tap with, you know, hanging out with sponge boys. Like I was having fun Friday night and then until we went back to camp. Okay. So (laughs) I fall asleep. I wake up at like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning and it's freezing cold and I have to piss and I have like uh, thermal pants on or thermal underwear on, um, sweats jeans and then the uh, coveralls yeah and i I, like i feel like the kid from christmas story like can't put my (laughs) arms down and but i and i i know that if i get out of the air mattress it's just going to be like pain and i'm not gonna be able to move so i like i lay there for like an hour like trying not to think about having to pee and finally i give up and i unzip the tent you woke me up i yeah yeah, i unzip the tent and I step out into Mud. carnage, <laughs> carnage. It looks like, oh God. I, I can't even like. Uh, it looked like a septic tank went crazy yes. and there was like doo-doo diarrhea but, but all was, over the ground, but it was just mud. Have you seen and, and the bark dust that they brought in, it, yeah. it was just the, floating and, and, mo- and mushed <laughs> into everything. It, it was, I mean. Those World War one movies where they're in the trenches and it's rained that's what it looked like and i was like holy shit and then i hear apple's tent and he steps out and he's like i'm fucking leaving i'm fucking okay no way okay now let me set that up for a second real quick because that had a great time friday night polyrhythmics were amazing got back to camp i go to get in and, and i'm already freezing soaked i get in and I had to change pants because my Levi's were so I, I awkwardly get changed in a two man tent. I go to lay down and realize that the entire end of my air mattress bed, sleeping bag, everything is soaking wet. And that water had been dripping in for a while onto all my bedding and stuff. Oh my god, dude. I, I how looked, did you sleep there was there was water. There was about two inches of water because it was I was kind of on an angle. So there's like about two inches of water at the one end of the tent where my feet were. Like, you know, I was out of it on the air mattress, but the whole everything was soaked. <laughs> so I just I ended up curling up. I got changed. Your bed turned into the SS Apple. And, and I had my feet pulled up. I was like in fetal position. Oh my God. It was the only way I could not be wet. And then I'm like, okay, I got the same thing as you. I'm like, okay, I got a beanie on and everything. I'm like, okay, just go to bed. Get through the night. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. Drip, drip on my forehead. Same thing. Starts coming on my face. Then I realize that it's fucking starting to get wet up where my head is. I go to, I'm like, oh shit. And I look and there's water. All my my fucking backpack with all my other clothes is sitting in water. But it's like everything wet. I had to pee in the middle of the night. I was not getting out. I luckily had a couple of empty water bottles. I'm fucking <laughs> kneeling. Yeah. I'm kneeling, trying to pee <laughs> with the cold little shrinky dink dick. <laughs> fucking, which luckily was small enough that so I could kind of make it easier wow. to pee in the bottle. I end up peeing on my hand. Fucking, and I'm like, okay. So I like grab 
clean socks that were wet and was like, at least I can wop the pee off my hand. Oh, God. Fucking curl back up and, and in my head. It, it's kind of like, like when you're a kid and you get drunk for the first time or throwing up. I'm like praying to God. I'm like, please, God, let me get through this night. I swear I'll do better. I'm like making promises to like God and I'm not even religious. And I'm like, I'm like, if you let me get through this night without getting sick and I'm feeling myself getting sicker. Hey, While Apple. you're saying hey, it. Hey, Apple. There are no atheists in the trenches. <laughs> so, so that leads up to where Aaron, I, in my head, I finally, it was like, I've got to go hot. Like, I am going to get pneumonia if I don't get the fuck out of here. Get in my car with heat. Wait, wait, hang on. And that's where Aaron sees me. I open my, and I, 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 in my head, I'm like, as soon as I hear them getting, I heard, I heard them I hear getting rustling. up. So that was my cue. I was like, okay, I'm getting up. Because I couldn't just take off in the middle of the night and be like, yeah. bye, guys. We had to load stuff up. I had to tear down. And yeah. Yeah, and it was a hike to your and, car, and they, too. And you guys, like, understood. You looked at me. Wait, wait, and wait. Hang, hang, on, hang on, hang on. For everybody listening, look, there are times when we are babies. I get it. Like, you, this was not one of those situations where it was like, come on, guys, just suck it up. It's not that bad. This was like, this was that bad, for real. Not it, like on anybody's scale. I don't care if you're, if you're a person that has climbed Mount Everest. <laughs> when you get in your tent on Mount Everest, you stay warm. Yeah. Or you're a little chilly, okay? Or you sleep cold. Okay, I get it. But you have gear. Your shit's not all fucked up. It's not sitting in a pool of water. You're not having shit dripping on you in the middle of the night. You're not sick. Your back's not broken. Like, this was that bad. Okay? So, yeah. lest anyone think that we were being sissies or babies about well, it. And that's what that's what made me feel so good about getting up because then I, cause I wanted to do the right thing. I was like, okay, I need to go talk to Chris and Claire and say thank you and tell them where I'm at. And they were, they're such sweet people. They totally understood they they had said for them to it was like unprecedented that they that yeah. everything they yeah. you know but it they, was unfair because what all the preparation that they did and all of the, everything that they put together to make that event so special and so incredible the rain again it was just so crazy that even if you were highly prepared you were the only one having fun yeah and you know because yeah. everybody else was kind of dealing with it and good. And, and there was a lot of people that stayed and there was actually some sunshine that ended up coming out. As soon as Apple left. After yep. I left and, after and we had a beautiful Saturday morning and it was actually super fun. And we ended up leaving later on that evening, but like it was really something traumatic. Yeah. To and, get well, and I couldn't believe it when you guys told me that, that the sun, I was so happy for you guys that you got some sun and everything. But even, even if the sun had come out, I needed to go home yeah. and oh, get yeah. warm you and get well. Home, I go roll. We, we get all my camp torn down. You guys and Chris, like everybody helped get things packed. And Jason, they helped to help get me out of there. And I go driving out. It is raining so hard that my windshield wipers, like when you have your wipers on high, like, yeah. but, and it wasn't doing anything. Same. I couldn't see. It was foggy. You could see maybe a hundred feet in front of you. Mel and I down the road, I pull over on the side of the road and just sat there with the heat blasting on me. And I started bawling Aww. like a child. 
it just was like, <laughs> like crying like that. I'm like, for a lot of reasons, I'm right? Feeling so I'm for, for having to leave for not being able to stick it out for feel it's starting to feel sick again. My ear, like everything was hurting in my head. And I just sat there and cried for like five minutes Aww. until it started to let up enough. And then, so I just started heading out. And then you said the thing, same thing happened. We're out in the middle of nowhere where there's no service. And I don't know where we're at. It's raining where you can't see. And I have no GPS, no phone signal. And I'm like, okay, let's just try to remember how just you got in driving, here. Man. And I kept driving and I'm like still kind of crying a little i'm like i'm going the wrong way and finally after like five minutes i saw a landmark i remembered there was like little lambs out in the yeah, field and, sheep there, and that little church yeah i was like i know this we're on the right track and then a few minutes after that then i got signal i was going the right way and i draw it would it was the saddest drive home Aww. i think that i've ever had mel mel and i uh ended up tearing down right after you left yeah. But we stayed like we hung out till that evening. And when we finally got in the car, like we were walking to our car and it's like, tink, tink, like drops on us. Tink, 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 tink. We get in the car. We start driving. Dude, movie <laughs> rain, like sideways sheets of water, like comically raining on the we car. just started yeah. laughing <laughs> like what the fuck is going on it was the gnarliest camping experience but i'll tell you what like first of all going to festivals and camping at festivals is sketchy at best because most of the time it's in the summer it's hot right um it's camping is not comfortable i'm gonna have to say wait, that uh, wait there, there's more uh, okay there's more okay and <laughs> and you're partying so you're either up all night you're sleeping during the day like it, it's 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 when you go back to camp in every festival you go back to go to sleep and there's always the people that don't go to sleep that are drinking that are whiskey until six yeah in the morning, that, i forgot about that all that of a sudden part. think they can sing yeah yeah take it take a shot like chugging out of hard liquor bottles and then all of a sudden they think they're the songbird Singing of their Nir- generation nirvana songs at two o'clock in the morning at beltane with the uh-huh. well down. this yeah, is the happened. thing i mean if you are highly skilled and we're city folk, okay? First of all, all three of us. Oh, yes. We have no business camping like that in that kind of weather with what we had. Ever. No, oh, no. We, we had no business. No, it was embarrassing. Had we totally. not been city folk and knew how to camp, it would have still been a shitty situation, but we wouldn't. it would not have been we would have a quarter yeah, we of that bad because we would have known what was up. So out of every dark night... <laughs> Comes a dawn, and I'm going to tell you, for me and Mel and Apple, we learned valuable lessons that night. Yes. About camping, about being at festivals, about inclement weather, about what gear to bring, like invaluable life lessons at 50, 52, and 44. Yeah, I was 52. I had not turned 53 yet. I was a 52-year-old baby at that point. I was 43. 
Okay, forty-two. <laughs> and I remember going there. And I was thinking that, like, when we were when we were like, oh, I'm a well, I'm an Oregonian now. Oh, no, I've been here six years. I, can I do still, you just happen to live in Oregon. I still don't feel. Like and I ended that. up being a like crying, blubbering baby city boy. Like, okay, I, you know, and I, that's why I let Jason was so supportive too. Jason's Jay- amazing. I remember Jason give me a hug because I was already on the verge of tears, and he was hugging me. He's like, well, dude, you learn. He's he's all, you know, we do this all the time, and this is tough. Yeah. He's all, but you yeah. know, you got, you got to. And he had his fucking know. jacket on that one. Yeah. Perfect now you jacket know you got to have better gear. The, the rubber jacket, the mm-hmm. Carhartt. Yeah. Yep. Hey, we got to, we're going to break for a second and remind everybody that this episode of No Simple Road is sponsored by Smartwool, yeah, everybody. It, it's look, Smartwool is like the go-to brand for outdoor stuff and being comfortable and that's kind of what brought up this conversation and made us think about this and And let me tell you a personal story just a quick one i was having issues with my toes at work because i was working in the in the fridge in the freezer area and i bought this pair of smart wool socks and let me just tell you my toes have been thanking me ever since (laughs) like for real for real for reals r-e-a-l-z wow (laughs) like it um their socks are so comfortable warm soft and my feet don't stink either and it it really is true what they say about the moisture wicking yeah the reason that um smart came to us is because they're doing this like super limited edition um collaboration with the grateful dead and it just dropped on 11 11 so go to smartwool.com and check out the stuff that they have with the Grateful Dead designs on them. This is from artist Chris Chris Benchler, and they brought his designs to life with the essential, versatile, and giftable benefits of merino socks and apparel. And it's nice to have, yeah, it's nice to have like your things that you have to have, like your base layers that are dope too. Like they're just not plain. Yeah, like you can like, have like some cute little Grateful Dead design on your socks that have a little bling because you got the little... Don't the socks have the dancing bears or yeah, something? Yeah, they do. Yeah. So go check that out. Smartwool.com, everybody. This episode is brought to you solely, completely, totally, wholly, and only. Yeah, and this is exactly them. the type of gear you need to weather a situation like, like we were what just we're talking, talking about. about. Okay. Probably would have been a lot better off. So, Absolutely. So mo- I mean, at least 25% more better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minimum. Um, also, Smart Wool's dope to give to people in your life yeah. that like to go outdoors, and it's Christmas time, so this is us giving you ideas for Christmas. You're welcome. Anyway, so like I said, <laughs> out of every dark night comes dawning and understanding and like, so we learned some valuable lessons that night. And what I said to Mel when we got home, I was like, we are buying all new camp shit. I'm never sleeping in that tent again. I'm never <laughs> sleeping on that air mattress again. I'm going to buy us a kitchen setup. I'm going to, we're fucking hooking our shit up. And we did. We spent a good we spent chunk. About 500 bucks. At least. I yeah. mean, we spent a good chunk of our time after that researching what we wanted and making it. I mean, from what we had to what we have now I might is have, yeah. like night and MF <laughs> motherfucking day. <laughs> I might have gone a little overboard with in, what? In the tent department. Yeah, I think, I think, you, I still think we need another tent that's no. not as big. 
No. I, I do. I think we need one of those big square, like the big the, ones, the square the ones. that you guys got, though, was I when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? It's, like, it's like Taj Mahal. That's insane. But the, the, the ease that it goes oh. up and comes down, the way that thing is designed, it, it's as easy to set up, easier to set up than the little two-man tent yep. yeah. that I fucking had. I was it's like, a, what the fuck? Mel, Mel set it up all by herself. I did, yeah. too. I dragged that thing Sun, all the or, way across the lot at... um. Uh, Northwest String Summit yeah. and we had to move. Yeah, up through trees <laughs> and up, shit. Up a hill by myself. Yeah. Anyway, oh we got gosh. we ended up with a 12-person, three-room tent and then I bought a queen-size cot air mattress combo that's like off the ground so it we literally have a fucking queen-size bed and three rooms. It's the tent is as big as some people's studio apartments. Well, what was great about that <laughs> yeah. tent is like later on when I went to summer meltdown with the girls, um, we all slept in the same tent and to have like a dressing room in a oh, festival shit. setting. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Where you can put up your clothes to see what you're going to wear and like have stuff that's drying because you went to the river or whatever. It was invaluable. And to be able to come in through different entrances if somebody's getting changed or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, because it has three different There was doors. so many amazing things about this tent that I was so grateful. So, in, so grateful for it. In contrast to the worst camping night of my life, about four months later, three months later, we went to um, Mojo Family Fest, which is oh thrown by our brothers, Great friends. Bodhi Mojo. And if you haven't checked them out, check them out. But Love you all. They they throw this festival out in Washuga, Washington. And it was the first time that we had all of our new gear. And I was like, I felt like proud papa with oh all gosh. our shit. Everybody was walking by like, damn, <laughs> look at that tent. Oh, Can let, I <laughs> let me back up. And Jason and Audrey always clowned us. Like they were like, look at Aaron and Mel's fucking camping setup. Oh my God. I can't believe you guys are camping with that shit. Like what the fuck you guys. It, and Jason was like, look brother with the most love. Yeah, no, we he, know. Was, he was being sweet. He's like, look brother, you, you guys just aren't fucking campers, man. Like you got to yeah. get it together. No, mm. Dude coming from, that's why I said that we're city folk coming from Las Vegas where no fucking buddy wants to camp anytime. Cause it's a thousand degrees. You want to camp in Las Vegas. No. And we just weren't outdoorsy people. Like Las Vegas actually is kind of a cool place as far as like you can drive to Utah, drive to Arizona, drive to LA. There's a, like places that you can go around to camp, but like we didn't do that. So our, yeah. all of that stuff, like the outdoorsy stuff came when we moved up here. So we not only had to purchase 
everything brand new. We didn't even know what to purchase. We no, didn't even know no how to be comfortable out there. We, we didn't know what well, we were doing. And I remember like camping in Vegas. I did a lot of going to the dunes and Utah. Yeah, but you were and staying like in, that. in like three or $400,000 That's what I was going to say. People in Las Vegas have toy haulers, yes. travel trailers, fifth wheels, Motor homes, that was the camping I was used to, like yeah. glamping. Push, glamping. Yeah, you're yeah. fucking so weather doesn't matter. No. Wind doesn't matter. Heat doesn't matter. So no. we pull up at, at City Boy Camping. At Mojo <laughs> Family Fest and we unload our shit and first time with our new tent and we pop it up and I'm like, Oh my god, this <gasps> this thing is fucking it's a circus tent. I mean it, it stands to reason I'm from the circus that I bought a circus tent to camp in, but it literally is gigantic. And we, we set it up. I get the queen size air mattress and the cot out. We set up. Actually, I set up that tent myself yeah, the whole did. time. So you I set me. up the kitchen <laughs> outside. We got this badass kitchen set up with three tables and a stand for the stove and like all my coffee shit. And we're all set up. And here comes Audrey and Jason. Uh. And I felt so fucking proud of us <laughs> when Audrey was like, damn oh, she was like, talking to saying like well we got to step up our 10 yeah. game <laughs> yeah i was like yeah you do that's right yeah it was really i felt proud that we got complimented by the people that told us to get our shit together mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. true very true and i'd made no changes other than buying a queen mattress air mattress like Ryder had that completely fills the tent and was i was totally comfortable there with that but yeah it's it it's nicer to have something that you can stand up in and yep. everything. Being able Listen, to stand up is a game changer. When you're, especially if you're bougie, all right, and only you can answer that question. If you're bougie, bougie. and you're not spending the one money and two effort of research to get what you really truly need for your bougieness, you're going to be miserable. So there are you, campers you know, like camping. Antone. Oh yeah, Antone. Antone was, is a is a friend of ours that we met at Northwest String Summit. And Antone has he's a, a minimalist. Yeah, he has a one person tent. And he said he he like it was too much. It was too much. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a one person tent. That it was, was big it. enough to have a sleeping bag and for one person to crawl into. And Antone's a big man, big yes, lumberjack like, dude. And hey, man, I get it. Like if if that's your bag when you go to festivals, if you like. Being a wook and camping. It's not even a wook. That's like just being minimalist. Like, you know, you're going to party your face off. You don't want any responsibilities. You're just going to eat whatever you can and go to sleep. Anton did have um, big bladder bags filled with uh, Red Bull, Pedialyte, and wine. Yeah. Yeah. He had like an all in one drink. (laughs) He was set. And then he had like ham sandwiches. And that Mm -hmm. was it. And he was good to go for the four days. I know. But I get it. If you want to camp like that, do it, man. That's on you. But That's why I said about the bougie. Like only that well, it, only you can answer your own question. Am I bougie? Your level of <laughs> I, I, yes. I realize like like you say with the you know, festivals being in the summer and everything, anyway, what I want and I was so jealous of Mason and his van. Oh, I love at same thing at the at the uh, uh, Mojo Fest. Mojo Fest. I, I went and hung out with him and Bryce that night in his old, like, you know, it's like an eighties can like van. Uh, 
like a square Scooby Doo machine. Yeah, yeah. That was it's dope. That has a bed in it, like the captain's chairs. And I was like, this is what I want. I don't want to set up a tent. I don't. I'm not a camper. I, I learned that through the camping, even in nice weather and everything. It's like. I wanted well in like uh, String Summit when yeah. Bree and Cody came with us. Like their little camper hookup, that's the shit. It's it's small legit. enough you can pull it behind any vehicle, and it it's just dope. You're protected from the weather. You ain't got to worry about that stuff. And that's so where I want to get to. We get all yeah, set up for sure. at Mojo Family Fest. Sun's out. It's beautiful. <laughs> we have so amazing a kick ass time that night. Music's great. Me and Mel. Awesome neighbors. Yeah, totally. awesome neighbors. Everything was great. Mel and I get back to the camp that night, and literally it's a queen-size bed with, like, our comforter, all of our pillows. And I get in that bed, and it was like, this is almost as comfortable as our fucking bed at home. Like It really, our, you walked into that, that um, uh, tent, and just the feel of it. We had a little carpet down. There's like, like an entryway table. It was, it was so delicious in every way. <laughs> like, and, and, I, and I was just like, holy shit. And it was kind of cold out and like cuddling under the blanket. And I had the best night's sleep out there camping ever. You guys, I used to, you were so key. Okay. I was like, you guys asleep here? You're like, no, no, come in, check it out. <laughs> you were like, 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 yeah, come in and check it out. Like, oh, okay. The only thing we were missing two, was a disco ball. You two were cuddled up next to each other with like the cover, like little kids with it pulled right up to your chin <laughs> with big old grins on your faces. Like just so like pleased. Yeah. It, you were so really, pleased with everything. That, that specific camping trip made me feel like we brought our No Simple Roadhouse to the festival. Yeah. It felt like I was as comfortable as like people being here and being on our porch and going in the kitchen and the living room. And it we, felt that same kind of way when we And we had there. our dope hammock set up. The hammocks yeah. were set up all around where you could comfortably take a nap in the hammock. The weather was beautiful oh. the entire time. I, we, and it was an incredible festival. I mean, look, we did Peach Fest last year. We did Northwest String Summit. We did Skull and Roses. Mojo Fest, Camp Suds. Camp Suds, we did a lot. I will say, and and you guys are going to probably agree with me, Mojo Family Fest was my favorite festival that we went to for comfort. Comfort wise. No? No, I'm just I'm thinking. Well, I I I'd have to agree with that because the like the bunch of the ones you know that we didn't camp. Yeah, like right. each That's festival I, yeah. we had to stay in dorms, hotel, yeah. camp suds. We ended up got a hotel because of the fires going on. Yeah, we. I yeah, have to agree the, too, Abe. That it really was the the size of the festival grounds was mm-hmm. really awesome too because you know festivals you're walking a lot you're you know there's a lot of moving there's a lot of things you don't see at festivals because they're so big Mm -hmm. but this festival in particular it was all of our like home family friends it was comfortable because we had upgraded our camping equipment and it was comfortable because it was beautiful weather like it was i agree it was like the best festival as far as all of those like like hitting all those points yeah i mean i think it's I don't know if I would have felt this way in my 20s doing festivals. Like, 
it's important to be comfortable. No, when you're 20, you don't have a bad back. You know what I'm saying? When well, you're, yeah, you're I would, I would, like sleep, I would sleep curled up in the fucking back of my car. Exactly. Yeah, and when be you're completely fine, like this is dope. I'm <laughs> yeah. weather, sleeping in my fucking car. You don't. I used to sleep in my trunk of my Impala. Uh-huh. When you're 20, you're just happy to be where you're at. You're not like, oh, this would be good if I had this, this, and this. You don't even know about this, this, and this yet. Why are we like that then when we get older? Why can't I? Because we become bitches. I can't do this. I and need a be- special well, we- pillow. And I we need- become older. Yeah, you can't <laughs> sleep in the trunk of your fucking car and not have your back out for fucking two weeks now. You That's know, true. You can't, you can't do the things you did then. I mean, I fuck. Our bodies don't... They're- last like that there you can't sustain such hard living your whole life and expect to not have no, problems no like absolutely not there's no and, the, way. and those lessons come when you're young too you start to learn you start to learn and like like we we're just talking about it's like i'm not doing that again i am not sleeping on that bullshit fucking air mattress that deflates in the middle of the night i'm not you know you start to <laughs> yes. learn things you make a just do whatever when you're young well and, I, and then you just learn from it i think and, too like you know, with specifically with No Simple Road, like if we were talking about just our solo camping trips, that'd be a whole different story. But when we're camping, we're working. We're working too. And to show up to our workplace, even if it is in a festival setting, all beat up, all exhausted on top of either having partied that night or maybe if you didn't even party, like staying up late. No, we didn't. I didn't party at at mojo family fest so anyway exactly you still and i forgot my point i forgot my point by you saying that i'm sorry that's okay yeah i just got off topic Uh uh-oh mel's train got derailed i got derailed no it it we're talking about getting older and how you change and i I know what you mean I, i like apple said when i was younger i would fucking sleep in the trunk of my car it wasn't a big deal but I just wonder, like, oh, okay, I remember. Go ahead. Sorry, what I was gonna, when we're at we're working, so we need to be in tip top shape as much as we can be, you know. So the the comforts are not just for mere comfort. It's like we need it's a necessity comfort for what we're doing. Yeah, we need to sleep well. Yes. We, need a, we need quiet sleep. And, and I learned eat this. Well, all the things. I huh. learned this at String Summit. Um, we had our awesome whole group camping. And I, I mean, this may be just my own personal preference, but like doing a big festival like that, it's imperative that I have, we, like, I need alone time. I can't be surrounded by so many people in every, like, We're going to go out and do interviews. We're going to go out and see the concert. Then we're going to come back and we're going to go around our entire camp that everybody's there. Like it was too much. It was, I needed to like be away for a minute and I didn't have that. And so that to me, like when we're working a big festival like that, I like think about if we were at peach and we couldn't have gone away and taken our showers and like, it would have been a nightmare. It would have been a gauntlet. It would have been a fucking nightmare. Yeah, and, and it that, rained it was, like a motherfucker there, it too. It rained, and it was hot. When yeah. it wasn't raining, it was hot, and a lot of the camping was either on uneven ski slope grounds or the hot parking lot. Yeah, so uh, we, as adults now, and missing out on that 20-something window of, you know, being campers and not caring, you know, in our young age, like, we we need that. We either need a hotel room or we need to have our shit on lock 
in order for us to do a good job for what we're there for. Well, a, a great example of having your shit on lock besides Jason and Audrey is the Raverts. <laughs> so Ben, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. ben is a fucking maniac. Do you first want of all. <laughs> he brought a flatbed trailer with a fucking yurt. A bell tent. Yeah, like a 20-foot round yurt. And heavy duty canvas. A couch. <laughs> yeah, a full-size couch. Full-size couch. A generator. All his lights, a disco ball, an entire kitchen. Uh, and when we're talking all his light, we're talking, he had like 15 different lights, the disco ball that a, set it up all around camp. A DJ setup. Yeah, DJ setup for Speakers. Graham. They uh, were, look... They they knew what was that. Up. That's like Graham had that portable battery unit thing that was enough to power. Everybody was plugging their phones in. We were rolling our our uh, cigarettes. cigarettes plugged into it. Uh, I mean, that's they, somebody that like. Okay, I'm. We, you and I have reached comfort level camping. That's like boss level. That's luxury. You're bringing. That's like glamping boss level that you did yeah. yourself, and you're not paying a ridiculous amount for it. You yes, set it up yourself. Exactly. That's. That's some yeah, dope. Ben's a baller. Shit. Yeah, that's yeah. like I'm. I'm. They balled out. I'm bringing an experience had, to the experience. Well, fucking, I know Tiffany had like curling iron, blow dry, like all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah, they had. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, they yes. had all the they amenities and like home. They looked gorgeous every second they stepped out of their tent. They had every amenity that they could possibly I get. Ben said, "I I have five girls, dude." I have to have this shit. Yeah, yeah. he's like, <laughs> and they know how to do it too. Like Ansley and Graham showed up, and they they slapped their shit up. Had a dope camp set up. He had all his DJ equipment. DJed that night till like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, they come correct. And then when it came sure time did. to tear down, boom, whole family involved getting it all torn down, loaded up. I mean, we we really have, um, we've really had some fucking fun this year. Oh yeah, think yes, about it. Think about oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, we've had a stellar year coming out of um, those cool. past two shit years, and we've gotten we've gotten better <laughs> at it, Tico, because the past years, since I was so proud of us and you guys, the way like we did String Summit, we stayed up every night till the sun came up. Still, were able to get enough rest to be on point yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, our camp was hectic. I had that horrible Saturday night bad trip uh like you know a lot of things but it was still it was it was so fun and it was just four days of incredible music and family and friends you know out of summit out of everything we did last year as far as like camping festivals four-day run three-day runs that kind of stuff the only one that kicked my ass like when we got back i was fucked up was summit summit beat me the fuck up oh yeah oh yeah man you left yeah i went came back you were home for one night and then you left and went to summer meltdown i never talked about summer meltdown because summer meltdown was a little bit of a trauma for me um when you finish i'll talk about summer meltdown i i just remember coming back you left the next day and i was beat up for seven days like that kind of beat up where like I was questioning my life. Why are we doing <laughs> yeah, this? And like questioning my choices and 
questioning who I am as a person and the things that I'm doing. And, and Summit like, was amazing. And no, yeah. yeah, this had nothing to do. This was no, not I, I get fault. it. I get where this you're coming from. This was all drug related. <laughs> the afterglow. Yeah. And, and like <clears throat> so busted. And like waking up, I remember waking up like through two, three days after and being like, am I going to be like this forever? Did I fuck something up? Like I no happy juice in my brain at all. Thank God I was gone. For yeah. it's, <laughs> I well, was, we were seriously. I mean, we were physically and mentally spent by the end of that because we did. We the entire place partied for four days straight. Oh my God! We had to move, remove, set up our oh gosh. our uh, two ten by tens for the no simple road booth over by the what was it the Ken Ken yeah, folk, stage. folk, folk stage. stage. We had to move that several times. We had to move our we camp had to move twice. our entire camp twice. I mean, there there was so much physical labor that and went in an so area that we did and then tearing down on that monday of taking all our stuff and getting it loaded back up in the trailer cody having to run back and I forth which cody is just like the sweetest person in the world you, forever cody. when cody pulled up on the on the monday when we were loading out we had all the shit like sitting in a pile ready to go or, or no i take that back we had loaded the trailer we were just waiting for cody to come hook it up and we were just sitting there and it had been like an hour and then he showed up and I remember when I saw his car, I almost started crying. Uh-huh. And then he, he has the McDonald's. nerve to be the sweetest angel and bring us all freaking McDonald's. Okay. Which yeah. we're not big no, McDonald's look, on fans, any other but time, it was the best yeah, chicken sandwich mm-hmm. ever. Any ever. other time, nobody wants Cokes. McDonald's, but that we day. We needed it. Cokes yes. and chicken sandwiches <laughs> My and french man, fries. Cody, I love you like that. Uh, but- I, I was really beat up and everything else. I mean, even the four day run at MSG last year with fish. That was hard on me. I think that one was that I got back and I was like, meh, I'm okay. I'm good now. We're back. It took me like a day and I like, like, you know, Darwin gets wet. And I think you well, say you things take you a day, too. but you don't, you there's a difference too when you're it's four days and you get to stay in a hotel yes. and yeah. you're not well, setting up and tearing down anything. Uh, we, but you are. But I mean, we really we stayed up till almost like five every night. And we we, we partied hard. Yeah, there. like for realsies. No, no, I know, but but <laughs> it's minus the physicality yes. of of, of uh, loading in and out. Yeah. Well, what were you gonna say about meltdown, babe? So, I think meltdown was appropriately named. You know, <laughs> there. Okay, so we just get off of this awesome summit, um, four day festival, which we did not take it easy on. And you guys just said we had to move <coughs> our camp twice, all this stuff. So then I come home, sleep one night, and I'm wash everything, and then get packed up again because Jesus I had Christ. to go meet. Um, my friends in Washington and we were going to go drive to summer meltdown, which was at a new location. And it was a, a, my friend, Sarah, that we're, I was, um, haven't seen in years because she's from Nashville and first festival she's ever been to, never been to a festival before. Um, my friend Crystal and her sister-in-law, um, and, Crystal had gone with us to Summer Meltdown in 2019 and was so sprung on it and was so excited. She said she called it the best time of her life. And that's why she really wanted to go to Summer Meltdown again because she was like, 
oh my God, Sarah, you need to come. This was like the best night of my life. You're going to fucking love it. It's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. She just could not say enough. So we all agree. We get there. I get free passes because we're going to, I'm going to do something for media, media, right? Well, we get there and it's, a, they upgraded a VIP. And so I just ended up upgrading a VIP because then we weren't going to all be able to be together. It was a shit show from the second we got there until the minute we left. It was, there was definitely some saving grace in there. There was the staff. I will always love these like four boys that we met that were so fucking helpful and sweet and understanding. And we probably were like their mom's age. And that's why they like were like helpful and stuff. But like, if it wasn't for the staff, no, we were not looking cute. It was not like that. It was nothing like that. Um, If it wasn't for them, to be honest, I don't know that I, I, I probably would have left early. It was brought the worst out in all of us. And I was questioning my friendships at that point. (laughs) I was questioning like you, what everything, why am I here? I just was at a festival. What did I need to come here for? What would like, there was so many questioning all your life choices, but then also like the moments that I had by myself where I had this clarity where I was like, look what you're doing. I had, I had, um, at one point at Katmandu, the vendor mm. from Bodhi Mojo Fest, yeah. that's, I f- initially met them at Summer Meltdown and bought an outfit there. And I met um, some, just some family, you know, and them talking to me about the show and, and what it meant to them and like just the connections from the show. It made me so proud. And I was like, you know, fuck all of the annoyances that we have to go through to be here. So what? Who cares if it was an extra $300? Who cares if it's fucking hot and we're melting? Who cares if everything is like hard to get to? Because when you connect with people or that you do something with people, it always like takes away, it erases the harshness or the hardness you have to go through. Yeah. Well, isn't that the bottom line of going to a festival anyway is connecting yeah. With music and people. And that's the uh, yeah, entire reason community. that we do it in the first place. Is it, to, to it's have it's, that it's about community. Yeah. You know, the reason why I didn't, I, I wanted initially to do a standalone episode with my thoughts about Summer Meltdown and all that. But I just really couldn't find a way to say anything nice about the festival. Only the people in that were there. That's fair. That Like the people that had gathered for that festival Dude, there was so many broken wagons and fucking people's like entire camps sliding down a hill because it was like our driveway comparable to our the the um, steepness of our driveway, but triple the size. And I saw Kenzo and Amanda. um, Amanda there and her brother Chris and their whole posse and they were up on that mountain. And they had gotten not VIP, but like, you know, another secondary. Mesa yeah. Mesa camping, which was worse. They were walking so far and Kenzo. All I could think about was Kenzo's knee, the whole festival Aww. and seeing people's oh. like, and he was a sweet, happy angel heart. He was as happy as a lark, you know? So there was a lot of really incredible moments doing Reiki on Amanda's crew down on the floor. Um, you know, right before showtime, uh, 
hanging with the girls when we were having our good times, you know, and <laughs> having our setup because once we set everything up, our place was dope. Our setup was between what Crystal brought, what I brought, what like we just had an incredible setup and being there with Blaze and Melissa, everything was so good, but like also it brought the worst out in everybody. Oof. And I so just, when everybody's got a bad attitude, I, oh, I, I remember. I remember Aaron telling, waking up. You're up here, Aaron, telling me, "I don't know, Mel's Mel's supposed to be calling me in a little bit." And that phone call you made with you and Sarah and Crystal, like, to, it we, we, were, we were sure you were coming home. It sounded like you were getting ready to pack up and come home. It reminds well, yeah, me. I was. Supposed it reminds to me of that song. That hello, mother, hello, father. <laughs> here I am yeah. in campground. It's like you know, please get me the hell out. And they're like. Never mind. Guys are swimming. Girls are sailing. I, I just knew that if you would have came, it would have been the worst thing in the world. Oh yeah, I was. I was already not happy. With you I, were I, sh- you were shelled out. I couldn't you believe were how here. excited you were to come. Like you were wanting to do, it. and I was like, what? Like I, I just could not wrap my head around why you would. You hadn't even seen what was there yet, but because of the hard part that you've gone through with Strummit, like why would you want to come to another? Well, it was. Can't. It would have been different for me because I didn't have to set anything up. I just show up. Yeah. So no, was, be there to I'm hang out. And, 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 made the right choice. And then summer, say, but like you said, summer meltdown too. Like Crystal said, when we went to our first summer meltdown, it was it amazing. was awesome. The grounds that was held at, the people that put it on, and everything, uh, how welcomed we were. It was a great experience for us too. And then to hear, you know, it's a bummer when an organization has to like move a festival yeah. and try to find new ground. This this hard. this wasn't fair. You know, it really it was um, not fair in a lot of ways because the first summer meltdown you go into that bowl and the music was the thing yeah. to see this festival. The music was like not even tertiary. Oh, it was quaternary. Yes. I will. I will I'll say it was the, the vendors had it so bad. They paid so much money to be away from all of the freaking <laughs> participants at the festival. Like you didn't walk through vending to get to the, no, you could oh, easily pass up vending, easily pass up all the food to go straight to the um, stage. And the stages were not good. And the music did not sound that the music sounded better where we were camped versus where wow. you were up at, at it. And so I missed so much music because I didn't even stay for Green Sky. And I that was like a huge thing that I wanted to do. I was like, you guys, we got to see, at least got to see Green Sky at the end, blah, blah. No, we all left before Sunday's um, you know main event. And I should have left in the morning, to be honest. <laughs> like it was, I felt... Like I missed out on all these incredible bands and I feel like maybe, maybe it was different for the bands, but they're, I would never recommend that festival, especially if it's going to be on that camping again. Wow. I never, all the right. best part of the festival was the Dr. Bronner showers was leaving. <laughs> no, it was the, it was the showers. Those showers are dope. Those, yeah. Those so, outdoor redwood Dr. Bronner showers. Well, that's what I'm saying. I bet they, I bet they learned some from that. And I well, hope I know summer meltdown can, they did get a lot of negative awesome feedback again. and I, I did not participate in that only because I know that they got a lot and I, they should have refunded everybody's that asked for their money back. They should have refunded it is how I feel. Yeah. yeah I that, get like it. I would not say that about any other festival. I wouldn't even say that about Beltane. No, 
Absolutely not. It, yeah, it was not like that was our bad time. It mm-hmm. you know, but like this festival, it was like I'm sorry, guys. Like try to get it back where it was, make Good it luck. somewhere else gorgeous. But that it, it just no. Well, <laughs> we've all learned our lessons, and wherever you sit on the. I need to be comfortable or I don't give a fuck scale. Good on you. <laughs> you know, and, and we'll see. Thanks ya. for listening to us. Be. And we'll yeah. see you there next year. And you can come by and see our circus tent. You know? yeah, yeah. Look for the, the, the no simple road Schaefer Hilton. That, that's <laughs> right. They leave the light on. We do. Well, well until about four in the morning, then <laughs> yeah. it goes off. That's it. Uh, we want to remind everybody, you know, before we go, we got to do the thing. What thing? This episode is sponsored wholly, totally, completely, and utterly by Smartwool. Smartwool. Thank well, first of all, thank you so much, Smartwool, for totally sponsoring for an entire episode. We appreciate that. We love your products. We're excited about the Grateful Dead collaboration, and we just want to say thank you. Yeah, thanks for giving two shits about No Simple Road. Yeah, we appreciate and making you. us dig in our memory to bring up all these the things we just talked about mm-hmm. of our experiences. And you may know Smartwell as the go-to brand for all things merino wool. From socks to base layer, Smartwell has been keeping people comfortable outside for decades with some of the softest and ethically sourced merino wool out there. Well, Smartwell's limited edition collection in collaboration with the Grateful Dead is backed by popular demand right in time for the holidays. That's right. From t-shirts and hoodies to beanies and socks, now you can have the next level comfort of Smartwell with all your favorite iconic Grateful Dead designs. Go to smartwell.com. Woo! I think I will. Holy shit, man. My tongue hurts now after doing that. Everybody, we love you. Smile a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Be comfortable or not. I don't care. It's up to you. If you want to sleep in a in a trash bag on the side of the road. That's cool. I'm that's down for it. Yeah, as long as that's yeah, what you want. Whatever your fine. groove is. High whatever you got to do way. to see that live music. That's right. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics 
Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.